0: we're getting there my friends just a couple of days away just a couple of days like 48 hours until actual kickoff of actual football with an actual chance to take out an nfc finalist in the opener good morning to you good Friday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out as well. It was coordinator Thursday yesterday on the south side, and Matt Canada had the following to say whenever asked how the offense or if the offense can continue performing as it did in the preseason. So it, counts, it counts on Sunday, playing the best defense in the league last year. So I think you, you, you couldn't script it better of what's happened, but as I've said multiple times, none of that really counts. So we'll see how we play on Sunday. I think we're coming into it with the right mindset. We're healthy right now. You guys are excited to play, as you always are this time of year. So we'll just have to see how it goes on Sunday. That's not the most entertaining answer, okay? He's not that guy, to say the least. However, what I wanted you to hear, and the reason that I played it for you, is so maybe you could pick up on what I feel when I'm around either him or the members themselves of the offense. There's a little extra hop. There's a little extra confidence To everything that they're doing. And there are, I believe, three reasons for this. Number one, and I don't mean number one just for my own chronology. I mean, number one as a priority is that they're executing. We've talked about that at length here. They're executing. They're filling in the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. Number two, they got a lot bigger. Remember the Andy Weidel remark from earlier this summer about how the Steelers want to be imposing our will on opponents, how they want to feel good about themselves on the bus, on the way to the stadium, well, that's in play. They've got themselves an offensive line right now. We aren't talking anywhere near enough about Isaac Saumalu and the impact that he's had. They've got themselves an O-line. They've got themselves their bigs. they got Darnell Washington on the left edge of that line. But number three is the one that I don't hear anybody mention. And that's the speed. Really, think about this now. Think about the last three, four seasons and ask yourself where the speed was on this offense. Ask yourself, who was that player who looked like they were a threat to go anywhere once they touched the football? Meaning past the very next guy in an opposing uniform. Even the good plays ended up not getting very far. Well, if there's one thing that should, I think, have gotten the public more stoked through the preseason than maybe it did, it was exactly that. Because I've seen practices in Latrobe, practices on the south side, I've seen the impact that Calvin Austin has after he touches the ball. I've seen the impact that Anthony McFarland, this version of Anthony McFarland, this enlightened run straight ahead, go as fast as you can, somebody finally got through to him version, is a real weapon. My belief is that between... Those two guys, an elevated snap count for Jalen Warren, and a version of Deontay Johnson that doesn't just run backward—that's going to present a very, very different appearance to any opponent who is scouting film of the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers, who were so pathetically easy to scheme against, even in the seven and two finish because they couldn't break anything. They were never a threat to go the distance. So you never had to have guys back off the line of scrimmage. You never needed to double anybody. You never needed to keep your head on a swivel. Whoever had the ball was going to run the ball. They were going to run it straight ahead and they were going to get tackled. Even if the play was immaculately designed and executed. This is different. This is dynamic. This is one player hitting one edge and everyone in the building going, whoa, this could, whoa. That's what I'm talking about. If you were at Akershire Stadium for the only preseason home game this summer, you will know exactly What I'm referencing, because the crowd was doing that nonstop. Now, here's what's funny. The flip side of all of this is also true. Because the 49ers are probably the very best team in the National Football League at yards after the catch. They just find a way. They've got guys who can break it from here or break it from there. They've got flipping Debo Samuel, who's dangerous on the sideline. But here, too, the Steelers roster addressed the grotesque at times shortcoming of speed on the defensive side. The one guy who could move, who was supposed to be able to move, On that side of the ball was Devin Bush. Couldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Now you've got inside linebackers who are versatile, but also mobile. We talked a lot about Quan Alexander. Talked a lot about Elandon Roberts. You've seen them do different things from an execution standpoint where they look like they're just rocketing at somebody, and that's fun. guy I haven't mentioned enough is Cole Holcomb crazy thing about Holcomb, you see him in the locker room and I saw him just a couple days ago as he was walking past me. I remember thinking to myself, dude's an inside linebacker. Doesn't have anything that you would associate with inside linebacker stature. Kind of a smaller guy. Uh, Certainly doesn't have the old school uh, Lawrence Timmons Vince Williams type of build. You know, fill the middle. But he can get around. They all can. And they're going to have to be able to bring down, oh my goodness, if I hear one more time from any of them, tackle the catch, tackle the catch, got to bring them down, got to wrap and tackle. That's all anybody's been talking about on the defensive side there this week. And that's appropriate. The Niners are going to make their plays. They're going to execute their completions. That's the nature of a Kyle Shanahan offense. But it's how often and where you succeed in bringing them down that defines the field position that gets you off the field and allows your offense to come on that's my prediction for this week you will see speed make a big difference for pittsburgh for the first time in a long time when we come back j1q K1Q comes from Trey, and I absolutely love this because Trey asks, DK, how do you feel about our special teams this year? We've lost about half of our special teams players from last season with the departures of Derek Watt, Robert Spillane, Marcus Allen, Benny Snell, Jameer Jones, Arthur Mallette. Our special teams unit overall was far from elite, but it was still a lot of turnover to watch happen in one offseason. Now, that said, I also didn't see us give up a whole lot of yardage on returns, big plays in the preseason, and there were obviously some explosive runs from Calvin Austin. Do you feel like the Steelers' kick and punt coverage units will be serviceable this season? I'm glad you separated that, Trey, because the discussion about special teams almost always tilts, and and this is understandable, toward the return portion of it. The return portion is going to be exciting by simple virtue of Austin's existence. He catches the ball. And see, I'm already doing it too, but just hear this out. One thing you want to watch with him that's a blast. He catches the ball and he makes a video game level move to his left or to his right, most often to his left, that has to be seen to believed and you can't blink or you'll miss it it's amazing uh, if you're if you're running toward him on those kick coverage teams and you think you've got him you're about to look really stupid now all that said the coverage units were good through the preseason the overall feeling about the coverage units is positive And I could probably make you feel as comfortable as you possibly could a couple days out from the opener about this specific component of the football team by telling you that Nick Herbig's been really, really, really impactful in this regard. He's making a difference, not just when you were watching him get to the quarterback in the preseason and everything else, he's making a difference. On these coverage teams, but also on the subject of special teams, and definitely not to be left out, even though I'm as guilty as anybody of not talking about them, are the kicker, the punter, and the long snapper. You know, they kind of matter, but they only matter on real live Sundays. And since we have one of those coming up, it's worth appreciating, I think, taking a moment here. To say that Chris Boswell looks like Boz, to say that in a summer where a lot of people expected that Presley Harvin was going to get challenged, maybe even supplanted at punter, all he did was come in and just take the job by force. And Christian Kuntz, you don't even know who he is, which is ideal, because you never want to know who the long snapper is. These guys are a solid Experienced, committed, and professional grouping that's now gotten the job done. Here goes my Tomlinism in stadiums for a while now. They can be trusted, especially Boss. Especially Boss, you have to put him a little bit higher level there. But to wrap this up, to wrap up this last episode. Before the opener, I want to share with you something that TJ Watt told me. This was down in uh, Atlanta. I had mentioned to him, you know, how neat it was that the offense, first team offense, would just go boom, 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 right down the field and score on the Falcons. And then the defense would come out and there was a tackle for a loss. And then TJ himself got a sack. And then there was a three and out like that. And I said, that must feel really good, you know, between you guys to have that happen, offense and defense. And his eyes get wide and he looks at me and says, okay, but right after that, Calvin ran the ball back, a punt return for 21 yards. That's when we feel like a complete football team. That came from the best defensive player on the planet. Guys, I have appreciated... Everybody who's listened to this show all through a way too long off season, I have appreciated somehow watching these numbers for this show go up and up and up, even though we really didn't have all that much to talk about and certainly not any games. I want to take a second to say thank you uh, to you, to the guy who was driving the bus downtown the other day who yelled out something about a daily shot out of the window to the gentleman who gave me the fist pump yesterday in the middle of Fifth Avenue, actually asked me to come right out onto the street. He saw me on the sidewalk. He says he listens every morning. I, I started doing this just because I thought it'd be fun. I'm a writer. It's what I do. I'm a reporter. It's what I've always done. This is cool. This is cool. Let's do another one of these on Monday, all right?